This week we read Percy Jackson, The Sea of Monsters, Chapter 18, The Party Ponies Invade. And if there's a LAN hookup, this party's gonna get pwned. Fuck. (laughs) I think I'm bleeding from the chest. Welcome back, all our campers. Can I offer anyone 13 eggs in a bottle? It's the Jackson 2, the only Percy Jackson read-through podcast uh, that is referencing something I'm only now realizing may not be a meme, but just someone's picture from a food group I'm in. Anyway, uh, it's me, Old CW. Uh, who's here? Sound off in order of tallness from, from smallest to biggest. From from littlest <laughs> boy to biggest boy. Hello. Uh Hi, this is Isaac McNeely, who is not all that small, but we have a limited number of boys in this particular conversation. It's true. That's true. And who's over there in the deep end of the boy pool? In the deep end of the boy pool. That's the name of my, um... You know what? Never mind. Uh, this, This is William Mills, recently free of his job guarding children for the next two months. Uh, Hell yeah. While they hibernate. While they hibernate off where it's not my problem. <clears throat> yep. The best kind of problem. Yes, this is the Jackson 2. We read through all the Percy Jackson books. You can go to our patreon.com slash semi-automagic and get all kinds of stuff, including a pre-show that really went some places. Let's yep. see what topics we touched. Uh, tiramisu. X-rays. Isn't, Godzilla. Isn't this usually at the um, end of the... Yeah, we gotta mix it up. Yeah, we gotta mix it up is the thing. I'm trying to keep the opening snappier, and also by then the jazz gummy is really hitting the trumpet hard, and I have trouble <laughs> keeping it keeping it on track. So I'm trying to get that it out is of the way. fair, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, so while I'm taking said gummy, who remembers what happened last time? Oh, they washed ashore in Miami. Uh, yeah. Alive. How many goddamn uh, times are they going to wash ashore? Uh, and they wash ashore alive, unlike most things that wash ashore in Miami Beach. Um, True. And uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, they have one day left, like they always do. Yeah. And Yeah, that's a little convenient, isn't it? And you know, uh, yeah, a little tension there at the end. But they... Uh, yeah. you're, a big fan of, you're a big fan of narrative tension, aren't you, Isaac? Uh, you could say that, yeah. As long as it gets resolved decently. Sorry, William, go on. I press play. Unlike most tensionful uh, moments in fiction, they realize it's actually quite a simple solution. Just give it to Clarice and send her home. Uh, yep. They double check her uh, oracle prophecy thing and yeah. do the math, and it's like, oh. Yeah, she can, we can send her home solo. We just so happen to have the right amount of money to send one person on a plane in a convenient yes. bout of, you know, prophecy fulfillment. Yeah, because because uh, Tyson thought uh, his seahorse might get <laughs> <Yep>. hungry. <laughs> and was... uh, in fairness, actual horses do basically eat money, so that was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just just grabbed a suspicious bag of green stuff and is like, I'll just give this to my horse. Um <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, a bag of green paper. stuff floating in the waters around Miami. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, sure, that's perfectly legitimate. Uh, did I tell you about the time one of my co-workers just smoked a random bag of weed he found on the ground? How'd that work out for No, him? but now we need to... How do you hear about it? Uh, this on. was when I was living... Was When I was working up in Alaska, and uh, sure. the town of... Is this the first time we've mentioned that? No. It can't be. I'm, I, it, it's the one interesting thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, that's objectively untrue, but go on. Uh, and... Uh, one of my one of my good friends, coincidentally named Luke. Uh, there's a a mountain next to the town we, uh, where the factory was, and on days mm-hmm. off people would just go up hiking because what else are you gonna do? And uh, yeah, he found a Nerd. he just found a random baggie full of weed on the trail, and decided you know what I need to do with this smoke. It. What's the worst that could happen without without thinking? Hmm. Maybe this is someone's home blend, adulterated with all sorts of nonsense. Oh no! Uh, he was fine, as far as anyone could tell. But you know, <laughs> just just one of those things where it's like, uh, like once it was pointed out, hey, that could have been full of all sorts of stuff. He was like, oh yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. What's wrong with me? <laughs> that was a bad move. Yeah. That explains why nobody else picked up this weed. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I thought there must have been a reason, but I just thought I got there first. Uh, but on the other hand, I no longer find it uh, unrealistic in games and movies when guards see something dropped in the bushes and it's like, hmm, I should go investigate and abandon my post. I mean, especially if there's a potential for it to be a bag of weed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? Not look for the weed? Exactly. Do your job so, in this economy? Yes. <laughs> Tres leches. In esta economía? Uh, yes, they so send... Yes, they use the bag of weed to buy Clarice a plane ticket. Uh, if only it were that simple. And knows... Like, she has gone for 30 seconds. Yep. And um. who should show up but that old son of a gun, Luke. And... The Travelocity Gnome. Oh. Luke the Travelocity Gnome. Yep. I didn't know that was his nickname, but yep. it works. Well, because he's always taking a Luke around for prices for you. <laughs> and he just does a classic bad guy kidnapping. So he captures them and gets them on the boat. Back to the yeah. Princess Andromeda, where uh, Percy manages to get Luke to uh, expound on his evil plan. Yeah. They're back on the boat again. Several minutes. And... Yeah, just so happens to be monologuing in front of the uh, a nice little iris message to uh, Camp Half Blood. So, gotta get that boy monologuing. It's really funny. So everybody back at camp finds out what the plot is, how Chiron got framed or mm-hmm. whatever. A real, uh, real climax of hairspray moment. Yeah. You cannot have lost. Because I switched the damn tallies. Small Miss Crabby, you're on candy camera. And you know how Luke thinks everyone is so stupid for not getting his plan. Yeah, he says he says the quiet part like real, real loud, and exonerates absolutely everybody. Um, it could only have been better if, if Clarice was there to see it. But um, 
in in addition to like clearing everybody's names, I think it, something I hadn't realized until just this moment was that it must not actually as well be nice to have everybody see finally that like, hey, uh, this Luke, he's a bad cat. Like we haven't been making this up because yeah. like everything most things that he's done that have been shifty have been like only when pj was there or during confusing circumstances and nobody was quite sure what happened and also he was kind of the hero of the camp so we kind of still believe in him and just seeing like oh no actually he's a yeah, chud that's true okay. he was a cool dude last summer and then this summer he hasn't shown up yet i wonder why oh he was doing an evil plan okay that makes sense intern on a ship you get it well, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. He said he was doing an internship. And, you know, internship, evil plan. You know. <laughs> Who among us uh, hasn't worked a Carnival Cruise Line or two? But, yes. Uh, and then it is time to kill everyone, and that is about where we find ourselves, because PJ challenges Luke to solo combat. Yes. I, I really have to applaud PJ, because... Um, like, I don't know if he's, like, leveled up or if Annabeth has just let him have the brain cell for today. Yeah. But he, but he, he's being a real clever fellow. He's being a real tactician is what he is. Yeah. And he just fully plays on Luke's ego, saying, you won't fight me one-on-one. You're a coward and will let all your dudes fight me. Yeah, you won't fight. You won't fall for this obvious ploy. Oh, and it, it seems to imply that Luke knows it's a ploy, but yeah. now that he's been called out, he doesn't really have much of a choice because what is he going to do? Yeah, chicken out in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Like he, Luke is soundly outmaneuvered. Uh, he, I think he spent up all his like clever points on trapping them. But uh, wouldn't you know it, Luke is still. Uh, fully capable of soundly kicking Percy's ass. Well, yeah, and well, there's okay. There's uh, a couple of things happening at once here. Um, so PJ challenges Luke to solo combat, but then Agrius the Bear Man and uh, forgive the wee pause there between the and Bear Man because uh, six years ago my wife changed my phone and my computer's autocorrect uh, to replace the word bear with. Uh, like the punctuation that looked like a bear's face, um, and I've never figured out how to change it back. So now, whenever I type bear, it's just a cute little emoji. Of That's really um, funny. Nice. Here, I'll put in the. There we go. It's this guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes, Agrius the Bear Man. Uh, it's cost me so many jobs. Crashes through, <laughs> leading a leading a black Pegasus, which is pretty cool. Uh, PJ can understand her, and uh, she is calling Luke and Agrius quote. Names so bad that Chiron would have washed her muzzle out with saddle soap. <laughs> That's a real good one. Yep. Like a like a foul like a foul mouthed horse, um, a full mouthed horse, as it were. Now, you guys, the time has come to introduce to you, the two of you, a central piece of the mythology of my life. I don't believe I've told Ooh, either of you about this. Sure. So, and even, one morning, a number of years, and even if you've told me, there's a solid possibility I've forgotten. Fair enough. One morning, several years ago now. She who is my wife wakes up and I said, good morning. How did you sleep? And she said, very well. And I said, did you have you any dreamus? And she said, yeah, I had one about a Jessica Simpson movie named Side Saddle. Okay. <laughs> um, sure. And 
I have I have never nothing has ever been inserted into my head crystallized with such perfect purity. Like when I said those words to you guys right now, a Jessica Simpson movie called Side Saddle. You instantly knew everything about that movie, didn't you? As much as one could possibly know about a fictional movie. Like mid 2000s, she goes to a country club. There's a douchey rich guy and a rich guy who's kind of nice and a little more boy next door about it. You know there's going to be a dressage competition, and the douchey rich guy is going to try to compete for her art, but the good guy, maybe played by, I don't know, Dane Cook, if he's still riding that employee of the month wave, is going to eventually win her over. I don't know, it was just like, Side Saddle was such a such a probable, realistic thing that it was stranger that it doesn't <laughs> exist to me. Phenomenal. Um, man, and like, without getting too woo about it, like... Dreams are mostly nonsense. I sincerely believe that her sleeping mind went somewhere else, like to a place where Side Saddle was made. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had those. In the mid I've absolutely had those where yeah. it's like, this is just a different reality. Why is this so plausible? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, this just came... This makes too much sense. Correct! This just came from somewhere it happened. God, and every once in a while, we'll be like, hey, it's been a while since we've watched Side Saddle. And then we'll remember, we've never watched it because it doesn't <laughs> fucking exist! You've mandela yourself. <laughs> I'm haunted, haunted by side saddle. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty mad about it. I guess you could say I'm side saddle sore. Oh, uh, Anyway, no. so, yes, PJ keeps trying to bait Luke into a fight. Eventually he gives in. Here's, here's the thing, though. Um, Luke zips him on the ribs and tries to fight back he does some really cool shit actually like he jumps into uh the pool and does like a hydro pump on him like a blastoise on so many unsuspecting brocks uh and the thing is it doesn't really matter how many cool tricks pj has because luke is quite simply more practiced more skilled and he is more willing to hurt the other guy and, and PJ, pj is also has also been mentioned as not having practiced all that much in the interim Yep. Exactly. Doesn't help that Luke has a weird weapon. Oh yeah, the the whole mortal steel and celestial bronze sword that can kill everything. Yeah. Backbiter. Yeah, named Backbiter, because that's the name of a good guy sword. Yep. Yeah, th thank you. There's one point where Percy's like getting a good look at it, and he's like, you know, I don't know the details, but I feel like somebody had to die to make that sword. Exactly. There's a story with that thing, and it's not a good one. This is a sword that should not exist in a very real sense. Quote, I could almost feel the blade fighting against itself, like two opposing magnets bound together. Yeah, and that's just that's cool rad. as shit. I'm surprised Percy knows what a magnet is. Uh... <laughs> right? Man, me too. How do they work? <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, ICP. <laughs> <laughs> so uh luke tells the other bear man uh to eat the gang and i can only presume he does and that's the end of the chapter right uh -huh. if you look on the next page this book has had like five endings it's weird <laughs> there's a next page what the fuck no and uh then both bear brothers get smoked because the party ponies are yes. arrived suddenly yes In we have the a whole flock of florida mans <laughs> with horse legs yep. riding to the to the rescue <laughs> it's so fucking good it's 
terrible. And Isaac, I, I just have to tell you, at the beginning of this season, at the beginning of this book, you mentioned, like, because Chiron mentioned offhandedly, <laughs> yeah. like, his, his rowdy cousins or something like that. And you were like, oh, I'd like to meet those guys one day. I bet they're cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> Little do you know. They're magnificent. Let me tell you, I used to work in reality television, and there is a show in this <laughs> gang of party ponies. <laughs> God. Oh, God. They're even wearing shirts that say Party Ponies South Florida. <laughs> Which chapter. means there are more chapters. Uh, some armed. Ugh. <laughs> exactly. It's national. <laughs> some armed with bows, some with baseball bats, some with paintball guns, one wearing a thirsty dome. <laughs> One of those baseball caps with, quote, soda can and straw attachments on either side. Ah, uh, yes. Soda. Yes, children. God, soda. it's so good. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you frothy know. Frothy mug of you water. Know, uh, what's, what's the, uh... <laughs> a frothy mug of water. That's exactly it. Yes, thank you. Man, Master Roshi is really enjoying that water, oh. you guys. <laughs> God, it's it's just so good, and like I understand the the Florida thing and why it went the way it did, but for me, I don't know why. For me, these guys needed to be Bostonian, just just like, hey guys, where's the dunks up in here? <laughs> just... e- an, an equally rowdy oh, uh, populace of the U.S. Well, there's doubtlessly a Boston chapter as well. Yes, and anyway. And... <laughs> Somebody, somebody, take this from me because so, so yes, much. Happens. A lot <laughs> happens very quickly, and uh, appro- it's appropriate because uh, uh, being attacked by horses is very chaotic. Oh, that would be terrifying. Yeah, I mean this this is this is played for laughs, but they are also like like yeah, a, a perfid hurricane just it, storming into this place. It is a cavalry charge via Florida man. Like, yeah, they're the comic yeah. relief and the cavalry. So they've got yes. somebody with googly eye glasses that are uh, <laughs> bouncing around on slinkies. Somebody is shooting <laughs> arrows with boxing gloves on the end. Fucking God. <laughs> if we didn't yes, have enough Looney right. Tunes. So good. Uh, uh, one of them has truck nuts. Probably. Somewhere. Yeah. Kind of unnecessary. Um, but <laughs> God. Oh. oh. <laughs> There's a, well, you know. Oh, my brain. You got quad, Shepard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a deluge of paintballs, and like Tyson is taking out huge chunks of everybody as a tie at a time, and like, you know, it's it's like Eddie Izzard uh, said. She talked about joining joining the uh, the military when when she was a kid, and uh, you know, she she was always sort of an action transvestite uh, before she um, it came out as gender fluid. But she talked about you know uh, running, jumping, climbing trees, putting on makeup <laughs> while you're up there, and. Uh, and and she was told that you know uh, the whole makeup and fabulous look it it really doesn't jive with our whole like camouflage just the thing that was, and she says aha but i think you've forgotten the most powerful element of all in warfare the element <laughs> of surprise <laughs> where did this lady come from exactly and that's what the party ponies have yes. on their side but unfortunately this initial um they they defi- the shock and awe uh, it definitely works for what it's worth. That That is a limited currency that they need to capitalize on now. Yep. Correct. They do They do not have the strength to, like, see this through. So they uh, need to get the yep. fuck out of here and get the, this good. And they grab up the our intrepid heroes. And yep. I, I hate this line. <laughs> I hate this line so goddamn so much. 
Hit me. A Palomino centaur hoisted me onto his back. Dude, get your big friend. Mm -hmm. Tyson dropped the two warriors he was about to tie into a knot and jogged after us. He jumped onto the centaur's back. Dude, the centaur groaned, almost buckling under Tyson's weight. Does the words low-carb diet mean anything to you? I hate it. I hate it so (laughs) much. It's a bad joke. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, it's brilliant. No! It's just dumb! It's crystalline (laughs) is my hatred for this line. (laughs) It's so good. It's it. Well, because that's the thing. You know, you know these bros would be keto, right? Hate all of it. It's beautiful. And, you know, we've talked about how Uncle Rick gets, like, one thing to himself. He, like, like, like Terry Jeffords with his little cocoa nibs. Just, like, a little one of this. A little every chapter. Just a little something to to take the edge off. Uh, He Apparently, he decided, you know what? I deserve an entire chapter of this. I've been good. Let's go wild. (laughs) In. But, yes, they they abscond from the Princess Andromeda and. Hopefully for the last time. uh, Go to. Briefly go to plaid. Um, yes, the <laughs> the centaurs do have ludicrous speed. They uh, they have some kind of like fold space situation, I guess, because they uh, yeah they dive off of oh, the yeah. uh, the deck of the ship down to the uh, just like regular ground level, and uh, yeah, it's like okay, well. Yeah, we're just going to land regular and keep running. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. They run right through Miami and into the Everglades. Um, to a trailer park. Yeah, God, it's it's so good. Yeah, the, the through the streets of downtown Miami. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it is. It's a trailer park. They're all horse trailers. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck off. <laughs> That's not me, listeners. That's, I know. In the text, there are horse trailers with. And also in the text is my note of "fuck God, off." So all caps. <laughs> <laughs> that was what did it. Isaac was a reasonable man until Uncle Rick pushed him too far. Yeah, no, that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Isaac in falling down. Except every shopkeeper is Uncle Rick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So they they finally have some time to decompress. Uh, Chiron, okay, so I wanted you guys' take on this. Chiron reveals that uh, they knew he was in trouble because uh, he's old friends with Iris of the Iris messaging uh, and has her eavesdrop on all messages everywhere for anything suspicious, which, uh, isn't that the plot of the second (laughs) Christopher Nolan Batman movie? Yes. Isn't that what he does? It was just uh, getting her to, like, let him know about the stuff around Miami because he... He expected them to wash up there. Oh, maybe. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's still wild. That's fair. That's 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 much that's much less gross and unethical. Uh, and to, let's be honest, Florida could use watching. Um, yeah, they're a danger to themselves and others. God, they really are. Yeah. But that's how they knew that he was in trouble. Um, there's a bit where the ponies uh, teach Tyson how to use a paintball gun. And I like to imagine that he just treats it like a big old <laughs> Pez dispenser. Pop it in your mouth. Well, no, but apparently he like soups it up or something because later he fires it at a, a centaur and like sends him flying. <laughs> like, yeah. It's right. Like into the lake or some shit. Oh God. How does that work? It's so good. It's so good. Well, you see, there are, there are noble gases, there are common gases, and there are, like, uh, 
deific gases or whatever. I don't know. I tried to come up with a good third adjective, but yeah, it's compressed <laughs> like ether instead of CO2. The ignoble gases. Exactly. The ignoble gases. Yeah. Phlogiston, uh, yeah. luminiferous uh, ether. Indeed. All kinds and, of shit. Uh, that leads yeah. to a line I really like. Hit me. Annabeth, Chiron said. Perhaps you and Grover would supervise Tyson and my cousins before they uh, teach each other too many bad habits. Annabeth <laughs> uh, met his eyes. Some kind of understanding passed between them. Sure. Come on, goat boy. But I don't like paintball. Yes, you do. <laughs> yep. Turns out you do, though. Is that uh, it's great. I love uh, a good getting volunteered scene. Yep. Uh, it's always good. Pressed into service. So PJ wants to know, like, okay, uh, Rad, here we are in this swamp. Yeah. Um, what now, though? <laughs> Which is a fair question. And Chiron, um, in his and... idiom, is like, well, we're going to wait and see. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Stuff happens. Yeah, this one's, <laughs> yo, for real. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, Your Honor, I'd like to request a writ of it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Chiron tells him that this one is is basically a wash. Um, like, Luke doesn't have the manpower or the organization or the infrastructure to really pursue them. Especially not here, in the pony's place of power. <laughs> yeah, not, I'm, I mean, <laughs> if, there, if ever there is an environment that is counter to an invading army, it is the swamp. Yep. Yeah, that's true. We learned that one the hard way in the yeah. late 60s. And pretty much every major power did at one point or another. Yeah. They got away with the fleece, uh, and Luke can't really give chase. So we're 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 gonna have to we're gonna have yeah. to call that. We'll call it a draw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there's something I I didn't really understand. Uh, there was some implication. Uh, PJ made mention of that time where, where Luke said like you can have the fleece back after I'm done with it or some shit, and he seems to make some connection to Chiron there, and I didn't really understand that. Did you guys grok what's going on there, or is that are these pieces we're not supposed to be able to put together? I yet? feel like that's um, ominous shit for later. Oh, okay, cool. At this point, because Grover and Annabeth have gone off to uh, supervise the ponies, and honestly, I would like an entire <laughs> chapter about how well that goes. Uh, Chiron and PJ take the opportunity to have a talk about, uh, his changing body. Yeah. No, the prophecy. <laughs> um, we can't be, we can't be sure. Honestly, they should probably have that talk too. Um, let's, don't, don't be like your father. <laughs> Zeus was beginning to notice certain changes. Barnacles were growing on his face. He had seaweed where there was no seaweed oh, before. No. And he'd begun to take an interest in oh, mortal women. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> His trident grew extra prongs. <laughs> I'm gonna just go get uh, something to make me forget. Uh, it's a hammer. Uh, here, have have a forget-me-now. No, um, we can't be sure that PJ is the only child of the big three out yep. there, is the thing. There are... Known knowns and known unknowns, and this is a known unknown. That they're assuming the prophecy is about PJ just because he's the only one who currently fits in the space for it. But they can't rely on that being true. Uh, more or less, yes. And uh, as much as it may be irritating, it sounds like they gotta wait until he's 16 to see what happens. Presumably it has something to do with driving. The ultimate, the ultimate te test of any warrior, the stick shift. 
<laughs> I would fail. Well, and then we get to, honestly, my, my favorite part of the chapter, not even like Brunner-wise, but just uh, thematically, he, Chiron really breaks it down for PJ because PJ is thinking of this in very limited, very winnable mm -hmm. or losable terms. Uh, because he's 16 and his entire life has been school where you either pass pretty or much. fail tests, which is pretty fair. Um, Chiron tells PJ that monsters are always reborn. The stuff that they are made of is always there. It's part of the fundament of the world. Heroes cannot win this war. You can only win the battles and try to stem the tide. And as a human, he, quote, carries the hopes of humanity into the realms of the eternal. You fight the battles humanity must win every generation in order to stay human. And that some, is yeah. just my shit. That is some good yep. shit. Reminds me of the, uh, uh, I think it's from Hogfather. There's a, a thing where death is talking about humanity and uh, where the falling angel meets the rising ape. That sort of thing. Hogfather yep, is one of is it. close to my favorite uh, individual Pratchett book. Yep, yep. Yeah, my, mine too. I, I think it is my favorite. I don't, well, the death ones are always the best. The death ones Espe and the vines ones. Especially because uh, I cannot think of uh, Death's voice as anyone other than Christopher Lee. So, and that and Christopher <laughs> Lee just fair. automatically makes everything better. He does. That's true. Man, Hogfather is so fucking good. Well, it's interesting, Isaac. I thought you were gonna pivot to uh, Oathbringer, mm. uh, which I'm reading right now, the third um, Way of Kings, the third Stormlight Archive book. And William, I know you haven't had a chance to no. crack into these yet because there are a thousand goddamn pages, and I don't blame you. My my trailer will not withstand the weight. <laughs> There's a theme, every character in that series has struggles personal to them, usually every one of them has like a mental or emotional issue uh, to deal with, but there's a bit that really resounds within me, uh, and it's it's on my very short list of things to get tattooed on my human body, but it's a... Um, it's a conversation that one of the heroes has to have with himself, and it's a, it's a question that keeps coming up over and over and over again. What is the most important step a man can take? And Isaac, do you remember the answer? The next one. The next one. And uh, that, that just... Because that sentiment is the one being expressed here. That does have the same vibe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that it's not. This is not a war that can be won. There's an there's a, there's a sentiment in, um, in I think it's in the Midrash, uh, which is not like the religious canon of Judaism. Like it's not the the Torah, but it's you know rabbinical commentary. It's like the things. Hadith. Um, there's, uh, yeah, it's exactly. Well, it it, it occupies of, a similar of. space. Functionally, yes, it's similar to the Hadith or the or the Apocrypha. Uh, letters um, to church fathers. But anyway, it's it's. Yeah, um, but there's a bit in there that says, uh, you are, you, what is it? You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither may you set it no, down. That, yep. and, yeah, that, uh, that does not I, give you freedom to abandon it, is, yeah. also, is, a, is a, another interpretation. I think I had it backwards. Yeah, you, you are not free to abandon the work, but neither are you obligated yeah. to complete it. That was uh, it. Some, something like I, that. I, I've seen but about anyway, three dozen just different arrangements of those words. Well, yeah, it's like the Picard maxim. I re, I like repost it every time I see it on Facebook. Yep. So yeah, you probably mostly see it from me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, just 
that idea of and you know maybe it's just a part of getting older when like it's it's just truly one goddamn thing after another but just the idea of like you gotta fucking hold on man you gotta you gotta just the the most important step you can take is the next one the most important thing to do is the thing you can do right now and uh you know even the man jesus himself said uh tomorrow has enough worries let tomorrow worry about itself um and just the idea of you gotta carry on whether or not you can see the end of this thing is is just obviously it really resonated with yeah. me because I've been talking about it for ten fucking minutes, but uh, and then we reach uh, I think we can agree probably the most concussive jump line certainly in the book maybe in the series so far yeah uh, so PJ is uh, kind of putting the question to Chiron of you know why does everyone distrust you why would they think you would ever betray the camp if you're putting this much goddamn work into it. What'd you do, horse? Chiron's eyes were, were deep brown, full of thousands of years of sadness. Percy, remember your training. Remember your study of mythology. What is my connection to the Titan Lord? I tried to think, but I'd always gotten my mythologies mixed up. Even now, when it was so real, so important to my own life, I had trouble keeping all the names and facts straight. I shook my head. You, uh... Oh, Kronos a favor or something? He spared your life? Percy, Chiron said, his voice impossibly soft. The Titan Kronos is my father. And that's a jump. Yeah, it's mitt after, uh... Man. Um, after the philosophical dip. Uncle Rick knows exactly what he's doing, which is just party pony, party pony, party yep. pony, gut punch. And, yes. uh... I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uncle Rick is a better writer than these books allow mm-hmm. him to be sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, well, and maybe, maybe that's not entirely fair. But yeah, I think you guys he's still... Um, vi- I mean, this is just his second book, so he's still a little new. But you can definitely feel yeah. him opening up and swinging with more gusto than he did perhaps in the first book. Yeah. Where he was... Like, the first book, he feels right. it very much... Cool. Yeah, he's getting his feet under him, he's feeling out what Definitely. he wants the books to be, and in this one, he's he is more steady and is like, this is what I want to be. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um, what I meant is more like that YA has a certain shape which has to be abided, and that kind of limits him a little bit, uh, is, is more what I meant. And the, the thing that, like... He 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 had he had to have a uh, an index card that says remember Kronos is Chiron's father and he just put that somewhere on his timeline and like in in these first two books he knew he could drop that at any probably moment, right but he wanted to he wanted to wait until we had forgotten it if we ever knew it uh, yeah. and we were distracted <laughs> by party ponies uh, and then. And then just yeah. just critical hit uh, when we were absolutely least expecting it. It, it was Phenomenal. just masterful. Anyway, um, so does that make does that make Chiron a god? Um, it's uh, it's weird because he's of the Olympian generation, which super which I'm, like succeeded I'm the Titanic a, I'm a generation. Be right? Real honest, what makes one individual, what makes one child of a being a god or demigod or whatever? And what makes another just a guy is 
not yeah, even fair. remotely close to being adjudicated in any of yeah, these myths. It's not not really clear. It, yeah, it's, that's fair. It's just kind of a uh, you come out what, how you come out, I guess. Divine yeah. mysteries, etc. And what is the next chapter called? Uh, chapter 19. The chariot race ends with a bang. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that'll be fine. Well, listeners, uh, you can go ahead and read that. I feel fairly... I don't, I don't think Uncle Rick would gut punch us and then proceed to knee us in the face while we're kneeled over gasping for breath. Not yet. Although uh, that remains to be seen. Not yet. Anyway. Oh yeah, no. Um, we've had we've had the one, and there's no such thing as a one-two punch. It's just a like, one punch. So I, that's, like that's I'm feeling, uh, building on what I was saying earlier, I, I I'm getting a feeling of how Uncle Rick is kind of building on himself as a writer in these early books. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to some later stuff where he he is way more open and free to do his own thing. I like mm-hmm. some of those books is just going to be a hammer upside the head, isn't it? <laughs> Uh-huh, shit's gonna hurt, dude. Awesome. It's gonna be great. Uh, but until then, you can go read those. Uh, gentlemen, I know we find ourselves at a nadir here, and so to bring us up, would you like to bring up... I never voted for nadir. <laughs> your Brunners. In my world, I'm known as Chiron. Absolutely. Pretty good. Unsafe at any speed. Was that Ralph Nader? Did he write that? Or was that Lee Iacocca? I was negative three years old when that was happening, so... Fair enough. Moving on. I have a brother. Go for it. It was a moment we didn't get to, because it was unimportant in the grand scheme of things. But it is... It's the thing I love, and I love it so much. (laughs) <clears throat> it's uh, after they return to the trailer park, and uh, in a celebratory way, <clears throat> dude, said a party pony as he unloaded his gear, did you see that bear guy? He was all like, whoa, I have an arrow in my mouth. The centaur with the googly eyes laughed. The, that was awesome. Head slam. The two centaurs charged at each other full force and knocked heads, and then went staggering off in different directions with crazy grins on their faces. Noggin. Dude. Chiron sighed. I really yeah. wish my cousins wouldn't slam their heads together. They don't have the brain cells to spare. I... <laughs> that spoke to me deeply. Yes. Is Chiron... Chiron is kind of your your spirit. Your he spirit, is, isn't he? An, he is a, a, an avatar of myself in the fictional yeah. world. <laughs> he has the vibes. Yeah, I... Uh, I just want to say I, I saw that part with the like the head knocking or whatever, and that just immediately brought to yeah. mind the uh, Disney Hercules. There's that one fight with the centaur, and he like they literally just charges in head first. Yeah. Yes, it's good. Very good. Oh, that's that's a, a really movie. like that movie has some problems, but it it, it has some underrated gems in it. Yeah. Yeah, it has some problems. It gets lost in the woods a little bit. And then the woods get burned down before they come out. Uh, yeah. I've been on a John Carpenter kick lately, and I, I queued out John Carpenter's Vampires, and I was very excited. And then it said, starring James Woods. And I said, no, it's not! <laughs> and I turned <laughs> oh, it off. Do we not like James Woods anymore? <laughs> no, oh, no, dude, he's a bad yeah, dude. He's kind of a <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, unfortunate. Like, 
he's a really good actor and nobody's saying he isn't, but he's not like so good we'll ignore him DMing 16 year olds kind of yes. good. <laughs> oh fuck. God damn it, Jim. Yeah, I know. Well, and maybe 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 it wasn't DMs. Maybe they were at server or something. I don't know. Regardless, improper conduct. That's not better. It's not better. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bud. You sound genuinely upset. Uh, no, I mean, it's not as if I had a deep emotional investment in James Woods, but it's just one of those things where it's just like... <laughs> not as if you've got James Woods. But it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, can't we just have one? I mean... Um, like, we've got several, yeah. actually. Let's see. Yeah, Keanu. We've got Keanu. We've always got Keanu. Keanu. If anything Keanu's ha- guys, great. Guys, if anything comes out about Keanu, we are just done. as civilization. <laughs> like, I am going... I will... Yeah, that, that's yeah. it, man. Just, just just, set the fires and restart this shit. It started like, with Harambe. It'll end with Keanu. This is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll please the both of you to know uh, that I have, I, I have a list of edit notes in my notes here. Uh, and I do have a, a tag here that says, uh, when the ponies headbutt each other, uh, the drop from Finding Nemo of Crush and Squirt going, <laughs> noggin, clunk, yes. dude. Phenom- phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, what about uh, you? What, what did you find that I hope I don't accidentally really make you angry with? No, no, it's it's good. Mine was just uh, at the <laughs> at the end of the fight with Luke. Him getting his full villain on and shouting, You won't get away with this, horseman! <laughs> yeah, that was really good! Yes. Becoming a little baby monarch. And then he gets monarch. hit in the face with a boxing glove arrow. Why does nobody talk about how weird it is that he's a horseman? <laughs> what? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! Oh, God. Uh, the le- the boxing glove arrows were just every- everything about the, po- the the party ponies. Like, because one of the bears does take an arrow in the craw, and it, like, straight yeah. up murders him, and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, he is dead. Yeah, well, as dead as a monster can be, and that's kind of the thing. But, but no, he, yeah, he is as dead as it gets yeah. in this context. Exactly. He'll probably get better. But, uh, yeah, just like, <laughs> like boxing glove arrows. Yes. Oliver Quinn would approve. <laughs> I thought it was, uh, what? Was it Quinn or Queen? Uh, you're right. I think it, I think it is Queen. Who's Oliver Quinn? I think Oliver, I think Oliver Quinn is a, is also a guy though. Who's Oliver? Oliver Quinn's an actor. Let me see here. Born in 1984. Known for his voice work in Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Really? Huh. Well, how about that? Oh. Uh, people also okay. search for Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> I would much prefer that, actually. <laughs> Lost. The Excellent. stepfather. Good shit. Anyway. Uh, my Brunner is gonna be something I say as soon as I get to that point in my notes. Yes, I was absolutely certain that one of you was going to scoop this out from under me, and I was going to be very angry, but no. It's a quote. Uh, PJ asks Chiron how uh, how they found, how he knew where to monitor them, where, where to monitor the Iris messagings yeah. instead of just going full, you know, Batman about it. Uh, and, and he said, quote, I figured you would wash up near Miami if you made it out of the Sea of Monsters alive. Almost everything strange <laughs> washes up in Miami. <laughs> and uh, that... That made me really happy. Because, like, yes. Florida knows Florida, right? Like, Florida... 
<laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm still rewatching The Good Place, and there is no way in hell they didn't have a Florida <laughs> consultant on hand for all those Jacksonville yeah. jokes. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage non-international <laughs> airport. <laughs> oh my god. God, it's so good. Uh, oh. Duval. Anyway, so that's us for now listeners uh you can as i mentioned earlier find our patreon where you can subscribe and message us about stuff uh you can go to my personal blog it's thebegaler.com where i post all of these i have removed the requirement that you must have a wordpress account in order to comment so if you should like to tell us your brothers your brothers rather uh we would very much like to hear them we'd also like to hear about your brothers go ahead you know david brothers that's a guy i don't know what he does his name just popped into my head I hope he's less problematic than James Woods. But until next time... Uh, Almost certainly. Well, Uh yeah. Until next time, uh, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, eat the blue food, and whenever you're feeling down at the dumps, just remember, a pony party could be just around (laughs) the corner. So you might want to duck. Bye, Bye, all our buddies. (laughs) Kapalah. Kapalah.